0: best screenplay in the 1970s, and in fact was listed on 300 best films of the 20th century lists that she had looked up on the Internet, 77th on one, 83rd on another, and 85th best on the third. At 59, Max had a certain sort of fame in Hollywood. Most people had heard of him, but lots of younger ones assumed he was dead. Elena, who wrote Self-Improvement Guides, she was currently working on Here's How to Do Everything Correctly, Chapter 4, Eating and Drinking, had also managed to earn herself a house, but it was a bungalow in the flats of Beverly Hills, not a mansion that cascaded down a mountainside in Pacific Palisades, looked across Will Rogers Memorial Park at the Getty Museum, and had five bedrooms, a guest house and a swimming pool down the mountainside, three flights of stairs, that caught the morning sun. There were two gardens, the herb garden and flower garden, one level down from the kitchen, and the Japanese garden, twenty feet below the swimming pool, which was utterly cool and silent, as far away from Los Angeles as the island of Honshu. Elena put her feet on the floor and thought of the war. The war had begun on Thursday. As soon as she thought directly of the war, which had been until this moment of her day a presence but not an object, her fragmented, Oscar-colored mood gelled into a general feeling of shame and fear. The fact was, the war was going forward no matter what, no matter how threatening and dangerous it was, no matter how many people were certain to die— no matter how many people protested and complained, no matter what a bad bet it looked like, other people could understand the war and explain it. There was indeed something reasonable about the war that other people seemed able to comprehend. But for Elena, the war was entirely counterintuitive. She supposed it came down to that very word. War, a word she had avoided reading, saying looking at for a number of years when she was a child during the cold W blank when war meant annihilation, mutually assured destruction, better dead than red, except that as a child she had understood dead much better than red. She had understood dead perfectly. Elena remembered herself at eight standing in the kitchen with the radio on and her fingers in her ears, blocking out the sound of the television in the living room that was reporting the random progress of various threats to her life. One name she remembered was Francis Gary Powers, a man who endangered everyone by spying. After more than forty years, Elena could still remember that name and see his snowy black-and-white figure, a tall man with dark hair, being hustled from one room to another by other more shadowy figures. She remembered him because she had known that there was a train of circumstances that could begin with Francis Gary Powers and end with her death. Even then, even at eight years old, Elena had understood that tipping over into mutually assured destruction would have been an accident. This war, though, was not an accident but an intention. People who knew people whom Elena knew planned to visit a sure destruction on other people whom Elena didn't know. She sighed so deeply that Max turned toward her and opened his eyes. He said, Did you have fun last night? Yes, but I dreamt about the stage all night. "'What I liked best was that so many people were happy to see you.' "'The troll emerges from under the bridge,' he pulled up the coverlet. "'It's always a pleasant surprise. "'It looked to me like they were genuinely happy to see you. "'Actual smiles that included their eyes. "'Involuntary twinkles and sparkles and body twitches. "'They're actors. Nothing is involuntary.' Well, thank you, anyway, for taking me. The best part.